everyone to come on and drink that's and right yes you I brought your glass what are you drinking yeah. tonight i have a pumpkin chai latte with a little bit of vodka in it <gasps> fuck it that sounds so good it's, it's it's the time of the season and I, I i i revel in it i revel in the gender euphoria of being a basic <laughs> <laughs> yes no i'm team pumpkin everything around this time so <laughs> i'm so obsessed you might have to dm me the recipe Oh yeah, for sure. I can totally do that. Definitely. And I'm being, I'm a little basic bitch tonight. I'm drinking a little sangria. <laughs> no ice. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, exactly. I just needed something to fill my cup and I didn't want nothing too light because this is the weekend. So. Right, I right. Let's, let's just go I, I don't red. go to work till one tomorrow. I'm, oh, fabulous, I'm girl. Out. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I'm staying up late tonight. I know, that's right. <laughs> So first of all, thank you so much for joining me, Camille. It's already yeah, been for sure. so far. Thank you. Um, and so tell me just a little bit about where you are currently located. So I am located in Savage, Maryland. It's that a town is. that's just uh, just south of Baltimore. Um, okay. It's kind of like in between Baltimore and D.C. and Maryland. Yes. Um, I grew up around here. I went to school in North Carolina and I just got back. I have my own apartment with my girlfriend. Um, yes, we're super excited. But, um, you know, we're probably in like a year or so, our plan is to move to a city. Um, but right now we're just, we're working. We're, we're making ends meet, trying to That's follow awesome. our dreams. <laughs> yeah. No, this is the time to do just that, okay? Making exactly. ends meet is the priority and nothing else. <laughs> uh, God knows the world is going in shambles right now. So with the economy and all that, I tell people all the time, save everything, okay? Save everything and do everything meticulously when it comes to all that. So that is fabulous news to hear. Yeah, and like really taking this time to utilize the internet like as a tool to like get myself out there more. Yeah, and Like, I don't know. I mean, in the meantime, when I can't be doing like Shakespeare, um so much because all the theaters are shut down right um you know getting online and twitch streaming is just really fulfilling because yeah. it's like i'm still like talking to people and like kind of performing in a sense yes no for sure for sure and i think this is the year which which leads me to my next question of how has it been um being a creator during this time period of covid and 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 quarantine and all that i'm always so curious to hear what different creators have done during this time period yeah, it's been it's been an absolute nightmare. I mean, COVID. Um, <laughs> I so I just graduated college, uh, class mm -hmm. of twenty twenty. Congratulations. Um, thank you, thank you. But I graduated as an actor into a world with no theaters. So um, that was wow. that was cool. Um, so I'm just really you know I'm excited for when things open back up, but mm -hmm. I've kind of accepted pretty quickly that like I have my Twitter account. People yeah. see me that way. And I have, I, I can make a Twitch stream. I just started like on Twitch. I'm like brand new, but yes. it's giving me that hit of like performance dopamine that I yes. need. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying like, cause I'm playing, um, I'm playing like Crusader Kings three right now. Oh, fuck it up. It's like, it's like a strategy game where you play it. It's like very Game of Thronesy. Okay. And 
I mean, I'm waiting for the Game of Thrones mod right now. Um, they're they're kind of like it, I'm just doing a campaign in like the um, vanilla base game, but um, I've heard of that. Well, yeah, once the uh, once the that. Game of Thrones mod comes out, though, um, my social yeah. life is going to disappear, and I'm going to be streaming for like hours on end. So swing through when that happens. No, um, for sure. <laughs> when I finally figure out Twitch, like I told you before, when I finally figure it out and actually figure out how this all goes, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna follow you, I promise you. And that's, I, I find it so cool when I meet other gamer queens. I'm not a gamer queen myself. I have not had a gaming system since Nintendo 64. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, but what was your favorite game on 64 though? The Simpsons Road Rage. Oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, that was my favorite game and I was so good at it too. If I, if I could find a system now that I could play that on, I would. I mean, honestly, game. like 64s are like, they're, they're coveted now. It's like hard to find them. Exactly. And I'm not spitting an arm, a leg, a titty and a goosebump buying somebody's off of eBay, so. Right. Until I find a rich baby man to come and uh, scoop me up and buy oh, me. Oh my God. I, I know. I'm, <laughs> I think Man. that every day on my way into work, I'm like, oh, just, oh. <laughs> Our daily bread. I want someone to pay my bills. Please, please. You know, this is the economy where being a sugar daddy is not frowned upon, okay? Oh my I gosh. Or, or having a, a sugar, sugar daddy. daddy. <laughs> my manager talks about having a sugar daddy like every like we're all on the same page <laughs> yeah <laughs> you need one to survive you need a sugar daddy to survive <laughs> I, that's how i put myself through college <laughs> hey now these are what dreams are made of okay that's right that's right right up. And so I want to ask you, what was some of your early childhood like inspirations to like get you on the path to where you are now? Like as a child, who were some of those like idols you saw if there was it was TV and if it was in film, if it was even in your family? Who were some of those inspirations for you? My grandmother. Um, she Aww. is uh, she lives in Ohio. She's an old lady. She's a total witch. And um, <laughs> I love her to death. Uh, She's just so smart and she was always there for me growing up and told me all about like, um, like she's Finnish. So she told me like all about like the Finnish gods and everything. Wow. And um, yeah, it was, it was, all, it was kind of like a, uh, a very kind of a material step for me because um, being outside of the world of like mainstream Christianity yeah. was really a big step for me and like feeling more free to express myself. Mm -hmm. um, and especially like also kind of replacing that very easily with like something that my family is already kind of connected to. Yeah. Um, and kind of like feel pride in that instead of just being like uh, a part of a mainstream religious organization that kind of doesn't like me. Yeah, yeah. And that's such a journey I find with everyone of the LGBT experience everyone's relationship with with religion is so different and individual yeah and yeah, so for it's sure. definitely something to it's definitely something to always listen to i always love hearing people's perspective on um how they interact with religion as it as they pertain today um, yeah con contrary to probably what they were raised believing or hearing or being told to believe in some cases and so mm -hmm. I, I always love um asking queens and asking people like you <laughs> questions like that. Um, and so one thing I also want to ask you is the gaming. So yeah, let's talk about let's talk being about the gamer queen, okay? 
Okay. You're the gamer queen based on what I've seen so far. You are the holographic muse. Tell me about your rise. Because you have a really, I saw on Twitter, you have a really nice following on Twitter. How did that yeah. all come about for you? This is my favorite question ever. Um, I was a, I was a trans girl in North Carolina and going to university. And, uh, and I was like, I was just, I was in the South and I was alone and scared. And I was like, I just need friends. Yeah. I just need, I need friends who are just like me. And I was like, I heard there's a lot of girls like me on Twitter. And I just kind of like logged on and like started really, it started from this place of like really genuinely wanting to connect with other people in my community. And um, it just kind of, I've just been around for a while. Yes. So it just kind of, it just kind of uh, collected over time. I mean, I've definitely like worked on it. Like I pretend like I don't really notice that like it's it's going on, but like I I, I definitely do like, okay, I'll do like a selfie every other day just to kind of keep people like, like I, I know what you're coming here for. It's fine. It's like <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And I think that's ultimately what the trick to social media is anyway, is to remain consistent with content. That's remain, right. Um, a face that people see often. Um, and I, that that's really what gets you to a following. And so I think that's terrific. Thank you. Um, Thank you're you. also an, an inspiring story so far. I've heard nothing but inspiration mm -hmm. from you. Oh, um, thank you. With the things, yeah, for sure. With the things that you've already talked about. And so this is the part of the conversation where I want to shift gears and talk about something that's extremely important, which is the election. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you know, this is one of the most important times in our Americans' history. Uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're, we're not over pandemic at all. In fact, Corona is doing her world tour globally. <laughs> oh my God, concerts <laughs> And taking our money. Um, and taking our joy and taking back the things that we find normal. And so for yeah. you, how do you feel that the current administration has dealt with the pandemic so far? Donald Trump just rejected a stimulus for the American people. He just shut down the legislation to give everyone $1,200 again. Um, that is all this administration has done in the face of a pandemic that is killing off a massive like portion of the population. Right. And he's, and, and there's no, there's no jobs. No one can make money. And no. I'm, I'm, in, I am incredibly blessed. I have something right now, but it came on the back of having to live with, um, you know, having to live with people and have like specific, uh, living situation so that I, because I, I couldn't be paying rent in that time, I, I graduated school and I was supposed to be going into a job um, right when I graduated. Yes. And that job was gone because of coronavirus. Ugh. And that $1,200 came at a really great time. And it was, and it was perfect. And it was like, and it was like, but that, that didn't last us for more than a month. Of course. And we still had a few more months before we could find jobs and, um, you know, uh, pay for our own place like we, we have now. It, it was, it was a, um, and that's, and that's a really uh, hopeful story. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to live in, a, in like, a, in like a, an area that is not really caring about the um, pandemic, which is both good and horrible. Right. Um, 
I, uh, so like, it's, it's just, it's, it's all around a terrible situation. They botched the whole thing. And I mean, I, I, my, my general take is like, just vote for Joe Biden. Just, just, yeah. just, just fucking do it. Um, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to move to, I don't want to move to a different country and I don't want my hormones to be illegal. And I think that right. that's something that's um, on the table generally. Um, I think yeah. that uh, another justice on the Supreme Court, um, I mean, so much, there has been so many cases recently in, that have been brought to the Supreme Court that have really helped trans people. Yes. Um, be, and it's just, and by a slim vote, we barely got something recently that said, we can't be fired for being trans. Right. Barely, we barely got that through. That happened. Crazy. Like, yeah. Crazy. And now Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not with us. I know. So for that reason alone, almost to protect the trans community, it's not so much about like the theater of politics of, you know, who Joe Biden is. He's, he's horrible and he's done horrible things. Um, but it's about all the other levels of government that will also change all the way down to a local level. Um, yes. If that administration takes power and I am hopeful that, um, you know, it will lead to a, a four years of not living on the brink. Yeah, exactly. Which is exactly what we've been doing the last four years under this administration. Yeah. Um, and, and just to piggyback off of some of the points that you just mentioned so eloquently, I think that um, a lot of people are saying, are pretty much going with the idea of settling for Joe Biden, um, just because, you know, no one has a squeaky clean record no one, you know, does. Yeah. Um, and d he did do some questionable things during the Obama, the, um, Obama administration. But the thing that's very important to realize is that, you know, we have somebody like Trump who is, he's just, just belligerent with his ignorance. Like, yeah. I call him the sweet potato in charge because he's just like, he shoots from the hip, but nothing, nothing of substance. And what I find really interesting is that we as a people have had to go to terms of protesting and have go, had to go through things like looting, things we've never, at least in my lifetime, have ever had to experience. All at the hands of this administration not doing enough for us as relates to the pandemic and as relates to um, race, as it relates to class and, and oh, yeah. as it relates to the LGBTQ community. Um, and so one thing that's also interesting is that Mike Pence, who was the governor, the, oh, the governor of um, Indiana or was the governor of Indiana, right. passed mm -hmm. several um, religious laws and, and non-religious non laws and also laws that prohibited LGBT people from getting yeah. married, from um, going to certain places to get married, like certain um, ceremony halls and things were not allowed to hold same-sex ceremonies there, otherwise they'd be fined. Yeah, All of these I, re I remember that. There. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's and, insane. And everyone, when Trump got COVID, I was scared. I was like, if he dies, Pence is going to be, Pence, I think, would be so much more, because he's so, for some reason, specifically punitive towards the yes. LGBT community. Yes. I, it really is like a stark um, difference between them. How Trump yes. is bad, but Pence is outright, uh, he's, he's hateful and he's taking steps to like put his hatefulness into law.
Yes, yes. And he's and he's a diehard Republican. He's super conservative. He's mm -hmm. an ex-evangelical. And so there's some there's some religious ticks there too when it comes to his decision making. And so the American people have really had to come to terms with like, do we really want somebody like this or a team like this leading our nation like they have done a terrible job at doing for the last four years? It's not like we haven't seen an administration. Um, this administration the last four years, we've given them four years to do things and they've gone the complete opposite. Um, and Trump went on a rampage to undo everything that Obama had done in his time period. That was his manager, right. the, the first 100 days he walked into the White House the first time. And now we have our president during a national pandemic while he has COVID, still making appearances, still taking his mask off frivolously, still infecting everyone around him. Of course, no one can really check him because that's still at this point, unfortunately, he is the president. And so he can come and do as he pleases uh, in his head, at least he thinks he can. He, he demanded to be released from the hospital. He exactly. is not in good shape right now. Uh, not at all. But see, that's no. when you're the president. You can do that. Get me out of here. Like, that's right. You that's right. That, which is craziness to me. And so he has no problem infecting the people he comes around, infecting all just to keep up his um, momentum, I believe, with this yeah. campaign. But I believe, I don't know about you, but I kind of believe we kind of know where this is going come November. I, I hope so. I hope we know where we're going. Um, I hope that... Um, they don't call the election on election day. I hope that they have the election, have election day and then have appropriate time to count the ballots, yes. to count the mail-in ballots. Yes. Because if they do not count the ballots, it could show very early on that Donald Trump has won the election. And then we find out later that um, Joe Biden actually won. This is what happened with uh, Bush and Al Gore. Yes, and, yes. Um, and I'm, I'm scared that that is, going, that is what is going to happen this time. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be by that close of a margin. And um, I, think, uh, I, I think with uh, kind of the stoking the fire of the electioneering going on, mm -hmm. I am scared for um, the November election. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about the unrest that the result either way could cause. And I'm scared about the prospect of having another four years under an administration that banned trans people from the military that, you know, has uh, repeatedly, um, has, has repeatedly committed, I mean, crimes against the American people, crimes against people internationally, um, you know, uh, the response to the protests mm -hmm. is downright fascist. Um, the, I mean, what's, what's going on in, in Portland right now? People, people getting kidnapped yeah. by, you know, unmarked vans. It's, it's a scary time. And I think that the election is going to be, I, I, I'm just, I don't know what the future is going to look like after the election. I, I hope that it's what we all expect it to be, but I, I, I am feeling nervous that that's not going to be the case. No, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I Unfortunately, I do believe, just like you said, that there's going to be some sort of unrest, whether which side of the um, the swing, the pendulum swings on. Sorry, the wine's mm -hmm. not but um, I but it, I do believe that there's going to be some sort of unrest. And one thing that's very interesting when you say that is that 
um, Trump nor Pence are able to commit to a peaceful transfer of power, which is one of the big That's right. that keeps coming up in the debates. Um, a lot of people, like myself included, believe that Trump is going to do something. He has ties to Putin, so we believe. So I believe he's going to do something to the U.S. Give that he actually loses this election, I believe that he is going to do something to damage the US that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is going to have to clean up immediately when they walk into the White House. And really so crap on American soil, like he's done for so many years. Um, right. And it, it's a scary thing because this is the man that has all of the codes, all of the nuclear, nuclear codes, all of the um, resources that he needs to really do some damage to our nation and not as if he hasn't already done that. Yes, um, he has deployed chemical weapons against the American people. Exactly, exactly. And when he, during um, the George Floyd um, period, when he um, um, issued military to go and use tear gas for peaceful protesters. Yeah. American soil. This is the United States of America, the highest court that you can have in the nation. And he has um, directed our troops that we send to other places to fight on our behalf. He has sent them and and, and to harm us. So that's one of I the- I mean, imagine, theories. sorry. No, you're good, go ahead. Imagine reading that headline from another country that the leader has deployed the use of chemical weapons against their own people. I mean, if the US saw the US on a map, the US would go topple the US governments. Yes. The US's government. Yes. Like, like we don't we don't meet our own international standards. Not at all, not at all. And other countries are probably looking at us like, wow, this is not the time to be in the land of the free. <laughs> That's right. That's right. This is, I mean, not, this is not free. This is not the freedom. world taking notice. Definitely, definitely. And it's it's one thing to, you know, see it on TV, but also just to live in it and to see the injustice and to also see a president perpetuate continuously that unjust injustice. You know, he is speaking very recklessly about our community, the LGBT community. And though he's tried to take back some of his statements and do things that are quote unquote in our favor, he's also the same person, like you mentioned before, that's also trying to get rid of basic things that people need, especially trans people need like their hormones. Like yeah. these things that are very important to people that, that help people go along their everyday life. And if people don't have access to that, then, you know, it's just it's, it's scary. It's like it's scary. like you're taking you're taking somebody's medicine away. I mean, how how cruel do you have to be to make specific legislation? Like everyone with colds, you're not allowed to get help for that. You're just because colds are sinful. So yeah. exactly. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, you got a cold. You shouldn't pray. No, seriously, seriously. And so for you, why do you think it's important for transgender women to vote this or trans people in general, honestly, to vote? Yeah during this time period? Why do you think it's so important where people have been able to sit back and kind of just wait for things to happen over the years with other administrations and other time periods of the election? Why is it so important this time around to have this community rally behind one or the other party? I mean, I, it, it's hard because it's like, I, I don't like Joe Biden and I don't want to use the words rally behind mm -hmm. Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people, I, I, I believe what, I believe that what he's accused of doing, he has done. Yeah. And I have seen his record. 
And um, it's hard to say rally behind him. Um, I would encourage you, you or anyone uh, within the LGBT community to, um, especially trans people, uh, to vote uh, against Trump. But also, you know, I get it if you don't feel like it's gonna help. Cause I, 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 I know how, I know how it is. I, I just, I, um, I, I don't, I don't like Joe Biden and I, and I, um, it's hard for me to tell people to go out and vote for him, even though that's what I'm going to do. Mm. Uh, if you want, if you want to be, if you want to do what I'm doing, you can go vote for him. But, um, it's, it's hard. It's hard because I, I, Trump is just, he's, I, I know it's been said a million times over, but Trump is just, so bad and so is Mike Pence and you know it's not just the name at the top of the ticket it's it's all the other people that are going to be put in power because he is also in power uh Joe Biden right um but it's a somber it is a somber like we this this is the reality you know yeah um this is the reality and I I don't have the resources to um escape this reality Man, because I I wish I did. Heaven knows. I wish I did too. I real I really do. I I feel I would much rather live in Canada. Yeah. Yes. Which is a place, by the way. It's it's hard to get citizenship. It's hard. It's hard to have enough money to move. Also. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, and I definitely I, I'm with you on because a lot of people, especially um, the black community, we have not, we've been critical of Joe Biden. You know, we understand like you. So, um, several times that he's probably the best of the two, but he is not squeaky clean. And, you know, yeah. we would love to, you know, have a candidate that's like a, a clear front runner between good versus um, evil, but we do not have that battle right now. You know, um, and like, as I mentioned before, Joe Biden has done some questionable things during his time period with the Obama administration as well. You know, we would be um, crazy if we didn't mention those things. One thing I will say that's making him more appealing that I wish Mike Pence would do um, is mm -hmm. have a vice president candidate like Kamala Harris, who people can identify with that is the complete opposite of an old white rich man. She is a black woman from the Bay Area <laughs> um, who has um, had her rise um, in politics and have done several things to better the community and has um, experience with actually uh, with social justice and actually working with community leaders and the community itself. Whereas Trump will go mm. and randomly pick up a Bible and hold it upside down in front of a church to solidify that he's down with us. Yeah. You know, and so I agree. I, I agree. Mike Pence, because I want to say that was what was the appeal the first time around with the Trump administration when they were first running, which was Mike Pence for all of the voters who were a little like of Trump. They're like, he's a little much. He talks a little. Yeah, often. they were like, this guy's like, you can talk to him. You can relate yeah, to him. Soft softens Trump a little bit. Yeah, I, I was raising the alarm about Pence from day one. I mean, I know who that man is. And I. Yes. I, I went to school in North Carolina during the years of the HB2 loss when it was like specifically illegal for trans people to use like public restrooms, basically. Which is- And I was like, yeah. 
Outer craziness, and 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 that's why ultimately I think that this administration um, th that we have now, the Trump administration, is going downhill so far. And I also believe, like last thing I want to mention is like I do believe that the campaign like run that they're doing right now, as it relates to like sitting down with interviews and doing debates and things like that, they're all kind of the same talking mm -hmm. points that everyone is saying out of the cabinet. You have Mike Pence saying the same thing as a Kellyanne Conway. You have some Kellyanne Conway saying the same thing as a Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and the list goes on. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that the left has to take a note of that. Yeah. And we have to have our talking points ready and we, we, I feel like the left gets very philosophical sometimes. Yeah. I feel like we have to stay like, these are the words I want written in law. Th these are the specific policies that I want passed. These are, these are how you protect trans people. These are how you protect people of color. This is how you protect um, people in lower socioeconomic areas. These, there are very specific things that we can do like the stimulus, yes. like the stimulus that Trump just rejected that can really actually materially help people. And um, we should be pushing for those things in light of the fact that we have a very difficult political decision to make on the left. Um, and we have, to, we have to keep in mind that the theater is not the only avenue. The, the theater of the presidential election is just that. And um, there's local politics, um, there is, you know, just being sure that, you know, we're also fighting in all the other elections, um, you know, really working from the ground up, like everything that Justice Democrats has done, all the candidates that they've put forth, like AOC. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking on, on any of the others. Uh, um, I think, wait. AOC um, is my girl. She's the best. I love her. Um, I love her. But there's someone else who I'm thinking of who her and AOC, um, work together a lot, but just, just as Democrats is really doing like ground level work to get people into the Democratic Party who uh, are Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Yeah, my girlfriend yes! is Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Yes. They're my favorites. I love them to death. And yes. um, Justice Democrats, all, they, they're a primary in group. So they're, they're really organizing on the ground level to make sure that progressive candidates are getting into the Democratic Party. So you know, we, we don't see Joe Biden's hopefully running in the future again. And it's people who the left can really rally behind and be proud to rally behind and not make it a close race between, you know, a fascist and um, a very out of touch old Democrat. Yeah, <laughs> I think you summed it up perfectly. I think you literally summed it up perfectly. I think that it's very interesting to, um, I think it's very interesting to see the two sides and how they're baiting against one another. But this is such a, this is a time period in the world where a lot of people do not want a whole lot of political fluff when it comes to our candidate, yeah. someone who's going to speak to our community. Like in my opinion, I know you say you don't, you don't usually watch the debates. I watched this past debate um, with Kamala Harris and Mike Pence the other day, where she pulled out receipt after receipt after receipt of time after time where the Trump administration mm -hmm. promised to do something and did not follow through. Yeah. And we gave them four years to do just that. It's not like we, again, did not give them any time. We gave them four years to put implement what we needed them to implement as a country, but they took too much time trying to undo everything Obama did. So right, right, yeah, craziness. It's absolute craziness, a waste of time. Now, I do want to shift the conversation a little bit to something a little more lighter where you can tell me about okay. some upcoming projects. 
Um, right now, the big upcoming project is my Twitch stream. Um, that's that's the big thing right now. Fabulous. Um, that is, um, I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm doing that. I'm doing my Twitter account. And I'd say, follow me on Twitch, follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm really, I'm, I'm in a weird in-between phase right now where I'm trying to find my voice as an artist in this world. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's not, it's not gonna happen overnight. I mean, I just graduated college. I just started paying for rent on a regular basis. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm just getting my footing, but I'm hungry and I want, and I want to be seen. So, you know, follow me and keep up to date and hopefully uh, something cool will be going on soon. No, definitely. And I, I can completely um, empathize with you. For me, I tell people all the time, social media and all that has been such a journey for me just because I never really felt like I found a following because I never really found my niche. And so I'm always so curious right. to hear how people were able to solidify a following of people um, that um, that followed them based on the things that they like, that resonate with them and all that cool stuff. So I, I love that for you. Um, I do want to ask you last thing, because this, this is a fun part. This is a manifesting party. And I'm so having a great time. You, Thank you so much for having me on. Yes. No, this has been, I, I love talking politics with someone who knows what they're talking about. Like <laughs> me too. I can't too. do ignorance. So I can't you. do like surface takes. It's just kind of like, yeah, no, he Trump sucks. Like, I, I don't know. Like I've, I've, I've been saying it all day. I'm happy you finally came around. Like, <laughs> whenever I'm talking with someone who like, I don't know. Anyway. No, seriously, I, I'm, I'm like people, I, I cannot do, like you said, I live in the Bay Area, so most people out here are fuck Trump, but, mm. uh, you know, there are those few people where you have to, you know, correct them, and it just gets a little annoying, and that's the part I think of politics people don't oh. like, because it, it just gets so weird at a certain point if, like, uh -huh. both parties are in different places and perspectives are all over the place, it just gets weird, but yeah, I do I agree. ask you, since this is the part where I like to manifest into your life or allow you to manifest into your life, and you manifest into mind if you feel necessary. What do you want to do in your career? Like, what is what is the next dream job since you've graduated college? Mm -hmm. On all, all of the groundwork, it seems like. What do you want your next dream job to be? And then I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I want to do Shakespeare. I want to do Shakespeare yes. and have a big dress. I yes. want to have a big dress and do Shakespeare. I've always wanted to play Desdemona um, from Othello. Um, she's like one of my favorite characters and everyone in Othello just talks about how much of a pretty girl she is. And yeah. I want to be that, I want to be that girl. I want to be super cute and have like all the gowns and stuff. And I just, I, I love Shakespeare. I love, I love poetry. I love yes. the pretty words and the, the rhythm of it. And it's yes. just, I, I want to do Shakespeare so badly. <laughs> it takes you there. It takes you. It's such a classic form of poetry, and it's something that yeah. never goes out of style. It still will make you feel good the same way it made them feel good when it first came out. Like that's right. Yeah, I, I love like recontextualizing Shakespeare so that um, you know it makes sense to an audience, not just in like you know putting cell phones in it or something like that, but like um, I don't know, really uh, rooting it in like today's politics, I think is so, so fascinating and exciting because it makes, it makes the stakes of the show seem real. You know what I mean? Yes, no, definitely. I, I, I love that for you. I love that for you. And I hopefully that comes <laughs> sooner than later. Okay. I believe it's going to come soon. As soon as things like go back 
to normal. There's going to be some, there's going to be some um, paths or some stepping stones mm -hmm. onto your path that's going to lead you to where you need to go. I always try to tell <laughs> you that. You know, I think, I think honestly, this conversation and just being in front of the camera and talking right now is really kind of like inspiring me and getting me like motivated. Like, I don't know, maybe I should do like monologues and post them on Twitter and Please. and like, you know, I think, I think that um, I, I, this conversation is making me realize that I can, I have more resources at my disposal that I, than I am fully utilizing right now. I think I can, I can, I can put some stuff out there. So thank you. Thank you for motivating me like this. This is great. No, I no, thank you. This entire show that was was just that for me. It was me just oh. <laughs> to put myself out there in a way I've never done before, doing something that I always wanted to do. Uh, and so I tell people all the time, I went to school for broadcast journalism, didn't finish, but I did go mm. to school for it um, and started, you know, getting involved with other things like modeling, where I thought I was just going to just bust through the industry and did not happen. And so right. I went back to my first love, which was entertainment host. And, and talking about things that I care about and red carpets and stuff, though there's no red carpets to be on right now. <laughs> like that's just something yeah. that I always wanted to do. And so something <laughs> that I always try to manifest for me is like getting a job where I am in front of the camera for a large company or a large um, network doing just this, talking with celebrities yeah. and influencers and getting their perspective, <laughs> asking them what they're wearing tonight. I am wearing a sweater dress. Yes, it's fabulous from over here, girl. Thank you. Thank Definitely. you. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt that's contrary to the uh, conversation today, but it just says bored of everything. But today has I been love everything. It. I love that. Um, I love that that energy. That I, I, I am I am also because it's not just bored of everything. I'm bored of everything like out there. <laughs> yes, yes. It's just it's, it's old. <laughs> no seriously so thank you so much for me camille for coming on to james's kickback thank you so much for bringing a drink with you you're uh, welcome i'm not gonna babysit this last swig so this will be gone in no time cheers wait let's go let's do it together here we go cheers! <laughs> <laughs> thank All you right. so much mm. oh yeah Yes, I needed that girl. If, and it tasted better <laughs> with your blessing on it. So thank you oh, so much for providing it. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and thank you so much for joining me again. Please take care. I will see you soon whenever I'm in the area or if we are in the same area, we see each other on social media, I will hit you when the world comes back to normal. Totally. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Holographic Muse. Yes, um, my... everybody follow her on Twitter, okay? You're not cool if you're not following her, period. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and so thank you so much and I will see you next time, girl. All right, I'll see you next time, bye. Bye. Hold up.